Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode uh, 96 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. And today's question was sent by Riva Davia. And uh, she writes that uh, she struggles with lack of memory. Osha, is it a common pra- practice for people, do you think? Yes, I think so. Uh, did you have any students uh, when teaching... Uh, who complain that they can't really memorize things and pieces? Well, not so much, but, you know, like performance anxiety, I get more of that. You know, when we are afraid that during performance we will forget the music and we will stop. What about you? Uh, myself, I struggled a lot uh, with memorization, and uh, that was actually one of the probably frustrations I had with my piano playing back in school, because uh, normally they had to play recitals and concerts and and exams from memory, several sure. pieces, and I just wasn't good with that. Uh, I could uh, sight read rather, rather well, but when my teacher told me to memorize in, in, in a week or so a piece of music, I just didn't know how to do this. Yes, and I remember that I always started to memorize pieces too late, and then I, I would be worrying so much when actual performance would come, and I still have a nightmares, you know, see a nightmares. At night time that, you know, I'm playing a recital or exam and suddenly I forgot my music. You know, you're not alone in this. I think just a couple of days ago I had this lesson with my piano student at school. And for, for I think, four weeks in a row I've been uh, nagging him to memorize his piano pieces. And one of the pieces is uh, three-part symphonia in D minor by Johann Sebastian Bach. And he just can't seem to force himself to, to do this. The easier pieces that he's playing, yes, uh, he's getting ready and uh, can play at least episodes from memory, but the tricky polyphonic texture... I think he delays it, postpones it. It's like a procrastination thing for him. Well, that's just too bad. But kids, small kids, they don't have problems with memory. I have a second grader who cannot read music, but can play everything from memory just fine. (laughs) So that's an opposite. Yes, that that way it's easier for him just to memorize pieces that he wouldn't have to look at the music score. He looks at his fingers at the keyboard and he memorizes the positions at the keyboard. Of course, he doesn't understand anything about what he is playing. (laughs) That's another. That's true, but that's what you know kids do, the beginners. Yeah. Uh, So, guys, if you. If you struggle with this, you know that you're not alone. I I haven't met a person who in some way or shape or form doesn't struggle with memorization. Uh, And I think 
the problem might might have to do something with theoretical understanding what's happening in, with the score. And no, some I guess some are people are just more gifted than others because the types of memory that human being has are so different. For example, you could have very good visual memory, and I envy those people. Because I, I have heard such a stories that, for example, one pianist, he would perform a recital and he would uh, turn imaginary pages for himself because he could just see, you know, that score in front of him. So that's just unbelievable. Or Marcel Dupré, who was famous for having played uh, I think 10 recitals in a row from memory at the per- Paris Conservatory, the cycle of entire organ works of Bach. Um, and each recital was paced uh, every two weeks. So basically he had to do, he had to know a gigantic amount of repertoire under his fingers uh, from memory. Usually what pianists can, pianists and organists can play from memory, maybe an hour long uh, repertoire, maybe two hours, right, if it's a, it's a long recital. Maybe they are, if they are touring, maybe, you know, three hours at the most, if they have uh, two recitals of uh, 90 minutes each, you see, that's the most they can do, but Marcel Dupré managed to, to play everything from memory, 10 recitals in a row. That's kind of unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And he did that, I think, for three times. Uh, one in, in Paris, and then, I think, twice in America. But he didn't enjoy that. I, I've read that he didn't want to repeat that many times. Yes, I think it's just too much. It's even, torture. Yes, even for him, that's too much. But you know, uh, it's like a marathon, right? Very long race. But you know who enjoys marathon? Uh, Professor James Kibbe. I've uh, had a wonderful podcast conversation with him about his Bach project. He recorded also complete works of Bach. And I think also from memory. Uh, but not uh, in a marathon session like Dupre, but but over a period of time, maybe over a period of one year, when it was Bach's anniversary, he went to Germany to the famous historical organs and uh, recorded. So uh, he writes that he likes to run marathons, right? Uh Uh, And this strenuous, continuous running practice helps him to focus for a long-term commitment with uh, long cycles, such as recording all music of Bach uh, over one year, you see. That's amazing. It is amazing. Um, so, guys, if you're struggling, you, you know that everybody else is also struggling, but some people find a, a, something that works for them, you know, like, 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 like running marathon or something else uh, so keep looking for that uh, golden bullet and um, keep uh, keep looking for things that work for you specifically 
right? But I think you have to understand, we have to explain to people, Osha, do you think that they should mimic their masters and try to copy them? To be like Marcel Dupre or James I don't Kibbe? think so. I think everybody has to find uh, their own way mm-hmm. because we are all so different. Yes. So, uh, guys, please be yourself. That's the the only thing that matters. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. <laughs>